Good evening, everyone. I'd like to call to order the regular meeting of the Chicopee School Committee for Wednesday, June 21st. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Invisible with liberty. In compliance with open meeting law, we are now recording and live broadcasting this meeting for future broadcast. Is anyone in the audience recording the meeting? Uh, it looks like we have everyone joining us in person. I was gonna make an announcement for those joining us remotely, but I don't believe anyone is on Zoom, especially those board uh, school committee members who are here. So thank you for all being here. At this time, I'd like to take a moment of silence. We'll observe that for all those in the military and for all those who protect us. Thank you. Sarah, could we please have a roll call for attendance? Mayor View? Here. Mr. Wagner? Here. Mr. Barslow? Present. Mr. Doubt? Here. Mrs. Perrette? Present. Mrs. Schofield? Here. Mr. Shumsky? Here. Mr. Lamoth? Here. Mr. Gerard? Present. Mr. Bernard? Here. Mrs. Lopes? Present. Mr. Zatella? Here. 12 present. Thank you. Public announcements by committee members. I will start to my left with the vice chair. Don? Yes, I'd like to uh, say I went to the National Junior Honor Society at Bellamy. It was a very nice event. And even though they referred to me as Sam Chomsky, but that's okay. <laughs> you should be flattered. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to welcome the kids to summer after tomorrow. Thank you. Grace. All set. Sam? Yes, I just want to firstly wish everyone a happy, safe summer and hope you all remain healthy. Sam, we just uh, get oh, yeah. you to talk in the microphone. Sorry. Thank you. I just want to wish all the teachers, staff, and students a um, safe summer. I also want to recognize um, a few individuals, one being Alvin Morton, our interim superintendent, wish him the best in his next job. I also want to wish Joe Morse a happy retirement and thank him for all his years of service to the students and staff. And he, I know personally that he's helped a lot of students graduate over the years, so thank you. And lastly, I want to thank Matt Francis for all his years of service to the district. I uh, had him as a principal at Bellamy. He helped me get through middle school and he helped countless others get through middle school. I couldn't have done it without him, so I want to thank him and wish him the best as Superintendent of Palmer. Thank you. Thank you. Chet, do you have any? I'll no. start. We'll go to my right, Doug. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, I'd like to echo my, um, uh, my colleagues' uh, comments, uh, wishing uh, Mr. Morton much success in your uh, future endeavors. I'd also like to um, Congratulate all the teachers uh, and all Chickabee uh, public school employees um, on another school year. Uh, I hope you have a nice, enjoyable, relaxing summer. And uh, I hope all the kids are safe this summer and uh, uh, they have a you know, good time and, and take it easy. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Yes, uh, fair winds and following seas are wished to Mr. Morton and Mr. Francis and uh, Mr. Morissette as they begin a new chapter in their life. And I'd just like to uh, congratulate um, the students who were identified yesterday at the um, city council meeting
for their um, winning the assault committee poster contest. We had uh, Officer Eric Ortiz, who did the presentation, who talked a little bit about the SALT Committee, which is seniors in law enforcement together. And uh, the group has various memberships and promotes uh, education and safety to seniors and the community. And we had um, Aubrey Chatham, who was a winner from the third grade and at Stryber Elementary School, and Isabel Obries, who was in the fourth grade, as well as uh, Sydney Irish, who was in the fifth grade, and they were, um, their art teacher was Doreen Cresconi, and I hope I'm pronouncing everyone's name correctly. So congratulations on your efforts. And the topic was uh, pedestrian and bicycle safety. So good job to everyone on sharing your artistic interpretation of this topic. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mayor. As the uh, school year winds down, I just want to say uh, thank you to all of our uh, uh, our staff, our teachers, our support staff uh, for all that they do, all that they have done for uh, for our district, for our students and their families, making sure that they're equipped with the knowledge that they need to be successful in life. Um, and as uh, as we you know wrap up this this school year as well, I just want to say uh, thank you as well to Alvin Morton and to Matt Francis who are. Uh, uh, having their last meeting with us today uh, as they look to move on to other uh, endeavors. I wish them uh, success in those. Um, and I want to say uh, thank you to them for, for getting us through this uh, very difficult time where we've had our superintendent search. It's been a pleasure serving with the both of you. Uh, and the, the district won't be the same without you. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Jay. Yes, thank you, Mayor. I just wanted to uh, congratulate um, all of our students, teachers, and staff on another successful school year um, and wish you a happy and restful summer vacation. Um, also want to just acknowledge quickly the increased police presence in uh, Ward 3, particularly on Chicopee Street. Uh, noticed a huge uptick there um, and really just want to stress you know with that the importance of summer safety I know some schools had presentations um, but things such as making sure we're looking both ways crossing the roads bike safety stranger safety things like that uh, with our in students increased time outside it's an important thing that we as you know as, as teachers as parents that we're going over um, these safety things with our students and our children and finally, I was able to attend the Ward 3 meeting put on by uh, the mayor's office. Uh, it was a great meeting. I think there was a very, um, there was a lot of things brought up, you know, things, a lot of stuff that's happening already. Uh, happy that there was no educational concerns for Ward 3, but just want to stress to my constituents, if there was anybody who wasn't able to make it, uh, please reach out with any concerns you may have. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Ron. Uh, just like my fellow colleagues, I want to thank Mr. Morton and Mr. Francis for their, all their time here in Chicopee and at times I work with them and good luck in their future endeavors and thank all the teachers and the staff out there for all their hard work this year. Get a little breather coming up pretty soon and uh, get ready for next year. So thank you all. Thank all the students for putting in the hard work that they did through the year also. Thank you. Thank you and David. Yes. Uh, this is in reference to uh, the newspaper article uh, in today's union concerning a reopening contract talks with the teachers. Uh, I read through this article like a few times trying to get a handle on it. And if I were just one of the citizens in Chicopee reading this, 
it, it comes across as that the only reason that teachers in Chicopee are leaving is because of salaries. And that could not be uh, farther from the truth. Uh, there are a lot of other factors involved, and I've been talking about this for quite some time. Uh, <clears throat> there are a number of schools, well, not a number of schools, some schools where teachers are not being treated with dignity and respect, and I brought that factor up a number of times in the past. Uh, if working conditions are not kind to our school department employees, salary or no salary increase, they're going to leave. People do not like being treated badly, and I don't blame them. Uh, another factor is uh, the amount of physical and verbal abuse that teachers and school staff have been enduring. Uh, many of these problems have not been addressed. Uh, for example, a uh, teacher uh, being sworn at in an abusive manner from a student, teacher writes up a referral, sends a student to the office, 15 minutes later the kid's back in their class. Now, what kind of message does that send as far as enforcing discipline? What it does is it's degrading and demoralizing for the teacher, and it also sends the wrong message to the other students in the class that they can get away with it because nothing happened to the student who was you know, referred to the office. It, nothing happened. Uh, we have to start enforcing our discipline uh, and enforce it properly. Uh, I know a lot of districts are afraid to enforce discipline because it might, you know, it goes back to the state that the numbers are too high for suspensions or inter internal suspensions or whatever. But we have to look out for our uh, teachers, paras, and other school department staff that they are not being physically or verbally abused. Uh, this cannot happen. This is completely inappropriate, and if it's happening anywhere, it has to stop immediately. Uh, that's just one of the other factors. It's not just salary. People aren't leaving just because another district might pay them an extra couple of grand. They, they're concerned about their working conditions, and so I believe that the, the article in the newspaper only covered like 50% of reality, and so I just wanted to fill in the rest. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, and I just want to echo the sentiments of the school committee members, Assistant Superintendent Joe Moore said, I want to wish you the best in your retirement. Uh, enjoy the summer. Sounds like you have some great plans. Assistant Superintendent Matt Francis, you know, thank you for all you've done for this district. I wish you the best in your, your new endeavor. And of course, the acting or interim Superintendent Alvin W. Morton I. It's been a pleasure to work with you, and like I had said earlier, we do we wish you the best in, in your future endeavors as well. So thank you for your contributions to this district, uh, duly noted. And to all our teachers, administrators, support staff, to this district, congratulations on a successful year of educating the students of Chicopee. Uh, my goal as mayor is to make sure that the students have such a great experience in our school district that they choose Chickabee to be their permanent home after they go off and maybe get that secondary education with that skill they've learned in CTE or that natural ability. But we want to retain our residency talent and I think it has a lot to do with the district. It's one of the reasons why I'm still here because I believe in our district and I believe in this city. So just wanted to share that sentiments with you. Enjoy your summer. 
and now I'll turn it over to the superintendent for public announcement. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. I just have a, a quick announcement. Well, hopefully it's quick, but um, just wanted to read something. So um, good evening, school committee members. Today is a bittersweet moment as I bid a farewell to a chapter in my professional life in the Chicopee Public Schools. It is with mixed emotions that I come before you to express my gratitude, share memories, and say goodbye as I embark on a new journey as the executive director of the Laura Pioneer Valley Education Collaborative. My last day of employment at Chicopee Public Schools will be Friday, June 30th, 2023. First and foremost, I want to express my deepest appreciation to each and every one of the staff members and administrators I've worked with over the years. A special thank you to former Superintendent Richard W. Regi, Jr for hiring me as Assistant Superintendent for Student Support Services almost 17 years ago. The support, encouragement, and camaraderie I have experienced during my time in the Chicken Public Schools has been truly remarkable. Together we have weathered challenges, celebrated victories, and created a vibrant work culture that I will always cherish. To the esteemed administrators I've worked with over the years, I want to extend my gratitude and admiration for the guidance you have provided to many over the years for fostering an environment of growth and believing in the potential of your staff members and students. Your mentorship and trust for your staff members has allowed them to flourish both professionally and personally. I believe the district learning from you all too and the education and skills acquired with you all I will carry with me into the next chapter on my educational journey. To the staff members in the Chickpea Public Schools, you all are the heartbeat of the district. The bonds you all have forged, the collaborations you have undertaken, and the friendships you have developed have made the district feel like a family, the Chicopee Public Schools family. Your unwavering support, expertise, and unwavering dedication to our students and their families has been a constant source of inspiration for me. I would also like to acknowledge the incredible students and their families that we as a district have provided services and supports during my tenure in the Chicopee Public Schools. Your trust in the district, your feedback, and your success stories have been the driving force behind my and our commitment to making a positive impact on the lives with the quality educational experiences and opportunities. It's been an honor and privilege to be a small part of your journey in the Chicopee Public Schools. And I'm grateful for the lessons you all have taught me along the way too. As I move on my educational journey, I do so with a sense of excitement and anticipation. Change can be daunting, but it is through change that we find new opportunities for growth and fulfillment. I am grateful for the experiences and skills I've acquired in the Chicopee Public Schools, which have equipped me with the confidence to take on new challenges head on. Before I conclude, I would like to leave you with a few parting words. Embrace change with an open mind and willingness to learn. Continue to support and uplift one another, for it is through collaboration and unity that great achievements are made. Cherish the moments of celebration and find joy in the everyday accomplishments, no matter how small. And above all, remain passionate above a passion about the life-changing work you all are doing, for it is the passion that will propel the Chicopee Public Schools to new heights. In closing, thank you all for being an extraordinary part of my educational journey, and I wish the Chicopee Public Schools nothing but continued success in all of its future endeavors. And one last time, ladies and gentlemen, this is how we Chicopee Morton out. Thank you. Thank you, Alvin. We're going to open up to public input. Speakers shall promptly identify themselves by providing their names and address. There will be a 30-minute minute, uh, for the length of this period or a three-minute for individual speakers. Speakers will be chosen on a first-come, first-served basis. I have a list. I'd like to, oh, topics for discussion should be limited to those the school, that are within the school committee's scope of authority. 
comments and complaints regarding school personnel or students are generally prohibited unless those comments and complaints concern matters within the scope of the school committee authority. At this time, we have first up for public input, Joe Morissette. Good evening, thank you, Mr. Mayor. First of all, to Mr. Mort and Mr. Francis, thank you for their dedication to the city and to our district, and thank you for your leadership. I'm personally a better administrator and better leadership because of what I learned from the both of you, and you made this district stronger. So thank you very much for what you've done for our district and what you've done to me personally. I wish you both the best of luck in your new districts. As a 25-year member of this district in several different capacities, I've had the opportunity to work hand-in-hand -hand with our CEA and its executive board, and some of those experiences have been good. Some have not been so good. However, my experience has shown me that the CEA and its executive board has always had the best interest of our students in the folds of their conversation. With over 1,000 members, the CEA executive board has a dance card that's very, very full. Chicopee is the fifth largest school district in the state, and as a city, I don't believe we support, support our educators' union the way most others do. I understand that some of you may feel that Mrs. Demacus is somewhat of a uh, pot stirrer. From the countless experiences that I've had with her and her team, she is far from that. I see her more as a soldier for our employees, for our students, and for our district as a whole. She fights for fairness, equality, and she fought for staff, students, and district funding. Under the usual, usually the school committee doesn't get to see her much until all other avenues of resolution have been exhausted. The truth is, there are countless issues where things are addressed and resolved behind the scenes at the building level. Mrs. Demacus, though some find her position frustrating, has a very difficult job of weeding through issues where leaders, administrators, and other members of the union make mistakes. We all make mistakes. She handles a very heavy balancing act where often both sides of the issues are members of the same Chickabee Union where she has to act equally and weigh both sides' arguments. She addresses issues where non-union administrators make decisions that sometimes are not the right decisions. Principals and too-long administrators are equally tasked with an unfathomable responsibility and workload, and on occasion they, myself included, err in judgment. It's Laura's job and that of her team to ensure that the issues are navigated and appropriate re an appropriate resolution is achieved. Chigabee Public Schools is losing its employees at an unprecedented rate. Thank you for that, David, by the way. There are about 150 known vacancies as of today. We haven't even reached the end of the school year yet, and I can assure you more are coming. There's teachers that have applied to districts outside of Chicopee who haven't said anything yet. Laura's job is to support those union members, to make sure that they know when, they're an error, when an error has been made, whether it's them or an administrator, someone has their back, so they can continue to teach or run a school office or supervisor building, and our kids' services are uninterrupted. I believe that our district is doing a disservice to our employees by not allowing them full-time access to their union president. Laura's job is imperative to the health and well-being of the district and our employees by not allowing her full-time access to act as their president. We're hurting our employees and our kids. Let me repeat something. We have in excess of 150 current openings for educators. I can't believe that number. I heard that this morning. It, it stopped me in my tracks. The applicants are nowhere near as plentiful as they used to be. 
This too is unprecedented and totally unacceptable. Chicopee used to be the place that everybody came to and stayed. We, we'd get 30 and 40 applicants. When I first started at Comp, we would get 30 and 40 applicants per job. We're lucky if we get three. This has nothing to do with money. This is about them not feeling like they're at home. Now, depend on the openings, we might get a few more nowadays, but for the most part, we're not getting the applicants that we used to. We used to give educators a home, and they'd spend their careers here educating their kids. Now they come here, they cut their teeth, they get a little experience, and they move on. I beg of you, please. Take the steps needed to offer our teachers, our parents, our clerks, our administrators, a union president who can do her job full time who can offer unfeathered access to our union members and resolve issues quickly and responsibly. Part-time support for our full-time educators is wrong, and we as a different district are suffering from it. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Next up is Laura DeBacchus for public input. I swear I didn't plan that following. Um, good evening, school. Oh, my name is Laura Demacus. I live at 51 Westbrook Road in South Hadley, Massachusetts. And I'm president of the Chicopee Education Association. And I want to say good evening to everyone, school committee, mayor view, interim superintendent Alvin Morton, uh, the viewing public, and my esteemed CEA members. I appreciate you all. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to say a few words to Mr. Morton from the Chicopee Education Association. Mr. Morton, I offer our sincerest congratulations on behalf of the Chicopee Education Association and a very sincere, very sincere thank you for your invaluable service to Chicopee Public Schools. It has been an honor and a privilege to navigate the rough seas of this past year with you at the helm. We wish you the best of luck, but know you don't need it, and we wish you all you deserve and more. We would like the public, the school committee, and especially you, Mr. Morton, to know that your efforts and abilities to lead this district this past year were admirable. And as you took over, spearheading this district literally at a moment's notice, you switched seats, you wore two hats for a good portion of the transitioning time, and you did it with grace, poise, and leadership that is not to be understated or overvalued. I'm sorry, undervalued or overstated. It was from the perspective of the Chicopee Education Association the way forward that we all needed. We appreciate that you understood the benefit of working together during this past year rather than working contrary to one another. You recognize that despite our differences, joint labor management solutions can be had, can be valuable, and can be necessary. You chose the higher road, and I commend you for that. We thank you for listening to us, working with us, working beside us, and asking for resolutions and offering your perspective. Although we may not always agree, sir, there is something to be said for the respect to agree to disagree. There was always learning to be had, adjusting and compromise to be done, and I, for one, appreciate your dedication to your position, to the Chicopee Public Schools, and to your integrity. You set a tone and standard to be proud of, and we thank you for that. I have to also take a moment to um, acknowledge Mr. Francis is leaving because Mr. Francis and I have been through Bellamy together 
for my 23 entire years here. I knew Mr. Francis when he was first a teacher, then became our vice principal, then a principal, <coughs> then I became president, and we had to work in, in another capacity together. And all through those years, it was a man of respect, a man of integrity. Mr. Francis, you taught me a lot. You taught me how to communicate. You taught me how to take some hard hits sometimes. Um, you taught me how to grow with someone both professionally and personally. And I just can't thank you enough. And then he took on the added role of assistant superintendent. And you, of course, did that as excellently as you did everything else. So I just want to wish you the best of luck, um, both personally and professionally, and to say thank you. And uh, I am felt honored to have worked 23 years with you. And uh, thank you again, and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Next up is Christine Avery. Good evening, my name is Christine Avery. I live at 118 Ingham Street in Chicopee, and I am yielding my time to Laura Demacus. So, my name is Laura Demacus, live at 51 Westbrook Road, South Hadley, Massachusetts. Uh, this is on another note. So first, I would like to thank the school committee for its perseverance and foresight into pursuing the motion to reopen bargaining for salaries. I would like to also thank you for your concern, your attention in this very challenging time. The Chicopee Education Association is very concerned about the crisis concerning staff retention and attraction of potential qualified new hires as the Chicopee Public Schools has been suffering massive losses since the advent of COVID. At the beginning of the 2021 school year and in the midst of negotiations, I told you the CA was at its all-time high of losing members at 10%. We've now surpassed that. We're at 13% loss of members for Chicopee Education Association. And the summer, when we usually incur our heaviest losses, has yet to start. We gave the bargaining agents of the school committee at that time our data and statistics on our members, on the low salaries compared to locals around us, and the impact of the predicted cost of living adjustments and forecasted insurance increases. We argued and warned that this exact moment would occur if salary changes were not made to be competitive, and they were not. But not only did that happen, but Mr. Barslow is right. We also incurred some educational issues and of um, student behaviors and a change in the state of education nationwide that is unprecedented. We're now seeing the impact of that decision coupled with the impact of the COVID discipline and response as an abundance of openings on school spring. From our perspective, we have more vacancies in our membership in June now than we have had ever before at the end of August. So we are losing not only qualified staff, but these staff are leaving to join the surrounding communities. In no small part, the lower pay and higher health insurance rates are contributing to the mass exodus, as is the other issues that Mr. Um, Barcelou made mention of. The city currently has the funds to make a sincere and significant effort to minimize the losses. We urge you now to take the necessary steps to send a message to those staff still remaining and to send a message to the city council and to anyone else who needs to hear it, to anyone thinking of joining Chickpea Public Schools, that you know what needs to be done, because I know you've had that message and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it, that you appreciate us enough to give that message and that you have the money to do it. 
I'm truly concerned that if you delay and put this off, you will have an educational staffing crisis come this fall. So I thank you all again for pursuing this, recognizing it, and trying to do something about it. Next up is Matt Zybolski. Is that Zybolski? Zyborski. Welcome, Matt. Matt Zyborski. Uh, address is 33 Eastland Street, Springfield. Uh, I'm the Executive Vice President of United Food and Commercial Workers, Local 1459. Uh, we represent um, kind of the other component to the school system in Chicopee. Um, I represent the food service workers, the school nurses, the custodian staff, and the vision and hearing techs. Um, I heard a lot of comments about teaching today, and some people did mention other staff as well, and I think oftentimes, you know, those groups of people that I represent and I mentioned um, are overlooked in conversations like this. I, I recognize that they're part of um, what will be happening hopefully tonight with this vote to reopen wages, and as Laura said, I think she said it very well, we appreciate um, the willingness to do that. Um, what we've been both kind of echoing at the bargaining table for years to come, or years prior, I should say, um, is that there's kind of a perfect storm developing in not just Chicopee, but in every school district around this country. Minimum wage is compressed to the point where wages that used to be acceptable for, you know, uh, valued positions are, are getting compressed by a minimum wage that went up $3 in a very short amount of time. Um, we also have the cost of inflation, which everybody at this uh, podium and everybody in the, in the audience, I'm sure, has felt when they go to the grocery store, when they buy gasoline. Um, everything goes up and wages are continuing to kind of stagnate. Um, so this, I think, is a, is a wonderful step forward, but uh, like Laura also said, we hope that it's done with, with some urgency. Um, we're seeing it in the private sector now. UFCW represents a lot of private sector workers now, and there's a mass exodus there. Uh, working in the public sector, there's always that benefit of the health insurance and the retirement, and these are benefits that people look to uh, and look forward to when they get employed by the city of Chicopee. Um, but those are costing themselves out as well. Health insurance is up another 9% or so this year, and there is a timeline to all of this which in which the cost of inflation and the cost of health insurance go up and wages continue to stagnate. There will be a drop-off a time of no return where we will have a mass exodus of all staff um, and, and they'll, they'll pursue different careers and go to different districts. We know you recognize that. We appreciate your, your efforts in reopening bargaining. Um, we just ask that it happen as soon as possible. I'm ready to go for the UFCW whenever I get the call. Um, we appreciate the work already done. I urge you to vote yes on this and uh, urge you to take it up as soon as possible. So again, thank you for your time. Thank you for your efforts. and. Uh, Thanks again. And for those departing, Alvin, we've had some, we've had some conversations over the years. I've appreciated your honesty and your candor. Um, but unfortunately for you, I represent the drivers and monitors at LBAC. <laughs> so, so I will see you on the flip side in about 30 days. Um, thanks, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> Thank you. Next for public input, I have Mary Moget. I think this works, yes. My name is Mary Marget. I live at 28 Hamill Street here in Chicopee. Um, the reason I'm here tonight is to talk um, briefly about there was a property variance request um, put in on behalf of the CTE program for the building of a new home by the students in the CTE program. I'm just going to go down. I made bullet points so that I can get this done real quick because yeah, some of you know me, some of you don't. I can talk, so I made bullet points. In February of 2023, 
I had been at Chickabee Comprehensive High School, and I had been told directly by a carpentry teacher at Comp that a new home building project was underway, that plans had been drawn, and that the project was ground, groundbreaking, was to begin in the summer, immediately after school, the close of school. I inquired about the permits for that property because, in the past, uh, variants had been uh, requested by a prior owner. Um, the teacher was unfamiliar with the process. I inquired about permits, variance requests, no notice had ever been given to the neighbors, and I, I identified myself at that time as an abutter. I then left the school, I called building department and the planning department, no application had been given at that time, even though groundbreaking was scheduled to begin. Here are the facts. The property had been denied waiver for the variance for 37 years. The property had been too small and had been identified by the city of Chicopee as an unbuildable lot. The planning board meeting, I came prepared. Some of you know me as a prepared person. I came with documents from the prior meetings over the past, we've lived in the house for 35 years. I had been at the prior meetings. I brought copies of the documents to say that it had been denied. I, the property, again, had been denied, just so you know, since that planning meeting on June 1st. Since the meeting, it did come to my attention that the integrity, I'm here today to talk about this. Since the meeting has come to my attention that the integrity of my family, myself, my husband, there was some discussion of us to some of you people in this room. I'm sorry, I just need to take a minute because it's a little bit emotional. We asked questions at the meeting. We asked about, and you guys were asked, we were told questions about who we are as individuals, and that some of the committee members, of course, were unwitting participants. I have to say, I know you guys probably wouldn't participate in a meeting like that and listen to some of the conversation. I know that probably there was some disappointment that the denial occurred. We have made our, here are facts. We have made our home in the city of Chicopee for 35 years. Both of our boys were educated in the public schools in the city of Chicopee. I have been a, this is just to let you know who I am and that I am a quality person. I hope you take my word for it. I have been a volunteer for the city of Chicopee since 1998. I was a trustee on the municipal hospital. Some of you may remember that we had one. I was a board member on two different occasions for the Council on Aging. On each of these boards, I was the finance chairperson on each of these, on the subcommittees. I was a 27-year employee of Mass Mutual Life Insurance Company. I started off first as an accountant. My final term, I retired early, fortunately. I was a global investment director. After I retired from Mass Mutual Life Insurance Company, I ran a local tax office for fun. And it is important to note that I do understand the difference between an LLC, a small business, a nonprofit organization and a nonprofit corporation. It's important for you guys to know that. Very important to know, I was chief of staff to the mayor of the city of Chicopee. While I was here, I oversaw many financial projects. I participated in many budget hearings, budget meetings, but most of all, I want to remind some of you and notice others of you here tonight that I was selected by the superintendent of schools and the mayor to represent the city and to coordinate and ensure that all financial paperwork was complete and filed on time 
and accurately with the MSBA for the project known as DuPont Middle School. I want you to know that I am a well-qualified individual for finance, projects, and all things related to the rules and policies surrounding municipal regulation, and I presented myself at that meeting as such and not an incompetent person. I hope you have a better understanding of who I am tonight, for those of you who don't know me, and that I reassure those of you who do know me that that is who I am, that we are committed to the city of Chicopee, and that we love living here. We do ask, how is everybody else giving back? How is this program giving back? We believe in the students. We believe in the CTE program, and we believe in Chicopee. Thank you. Thank you. Next up is William Moja. This shirt's not going to cause a problem, is it? <laughs> Red flag bands? <laughs> Welcome. They're not doing well this year anyway. I've got one ally here. Uh, this is also about the variance um, that was requested by the uh, CTE program. Uh, it came to our attention that after a planning board meeting on June 1st about an application for a variance by the CTE program home builders for an unbuildable lot on Hamill Street, one that we spoke out against, as is our right as taxpayers and abutters to this property, there are some individuals who were upset with us and voiced displeasure with our questioning of the petitioners. This displeasure was relayed to some of the school committee members who are here tonight. If I am correct, only the petitioners, my wife and I, and some of our neighbors were at this meeting. The information disseminated to the school committee quite possibly was one-sided and appeared to question our integrity and was extremely disrespectful. It just seemed petty and a little immature for those involved to take this route. It just didn't make sense to me to go down this road. I understand that a question I posed about whether or not scholarships were offered to these wonderful students so that they might continue their education, possibly at a trade school, uh, that in their interest in their field, was upsetting to the petitioners. I asked this question because I recalled when my, my father passed away, sorry, in lieu of flowers, we asked for donations to set up scholarships for deserving students. I believe these students are just as deserving. What was more bothersome, though, was the intimation that we somehow were selfish and the Mojes didn't realize or care that the city CT program is, and I'm going to put this in quotes because I've heard it ad nauseum, about the students. To say that the Mojes family do not care about, about the students is from someone who lacks information about our family. <laughs> My father, William B. Moget, was a guidance counselor and three-sport Hall of Fame coach for 40-plus years at Chicopee High School. He was all about the thousands of students he came in contact with. My brother, Stephen, taught and coached at Chicopee High School for 25 years because he was about the students. I taught and coached at public and parochial schools for 42 years because I was about the students. My three sisters all taught 30 years each in the public school system because they were about the students. My son Colin is a third generation of Bojais in education as a guidance counselor at West Springfield High School. He also is about the students. In conclusion, I hope it gives these people 
a better idea of who we as Mojais are all about. I believe 200 years of being all about the students says enough. Thank you. Thank you. Next up for public input is Matthew Francis. Good evening, Matthew Francis, 70 Ferry Hill, Granby, Massachusetts. This being my last school committee meeting, I wanted to address the Chicopee Public Schools community, a place I have called home for the past 20 years. To the students and families of Chicopee, I thank you. I hope the work I did as a teacher, principal, central office administrator enhanced your educational experience and assisted in your growth as a student as well as a well-rounded individual. <coughs> to all the support personnel throughout the district, I thank you. We cannot successfully do our jobs in providing a top-notch educational experience without the vital work you do on a daily basis. To all the teachers throughout the district, I thank you. The teaching profession has become exponentially more difficult since the pandemic. With many of you, I have celebrated births, graduations, weddings. Additionally, we have grieved the passing of students, colleagues, and family members, all the while supporting and lifting each other up through the most trying of times. Please know I greatly appreciate the caring people you are and the challenging work you do each and every day. To all the principals, building and district administrators, I can't look at people, <laughs> I'm gonna lose it, sorry. I get emotional from time to time, so. To all the principals, building and district administrators, I thank you. I wake up early every morning, energized and inspired by the work you do and the lives you touch. Each day I strive to work better and harder serving you so that you can provide the very best environment for our students and staff. To all the employees of 134, <laughs> Do long circle. I thank you. Three years ago, you welcomed me with open arms. You have made my job a complete joy, a place I looked forward to going to each and every day. Additionally, I appreciate each of you tolerating my constant humming, singing, and other shenanigans throughout the office. I hope I was able to put a smile on your face or brought some levity to times of stress. To members of the Chicopee School Committee and Chicopee City Council, both past and present, I thank you. You have always supported me personally and professionally and allowed me to think outside the box. I encourage you to continue to put your personal and political differences aside and work together for the betterment of the students of Chicopee. To past superintendents I've worked with and for Ms. Clark and Mr. Regi, I thank you. Your guidance and mentoring has been a vital in my growth as an administrator. And finally, Superintendent Morton. I thank you. Sorry. You are extremely dedicated and a compassionate leader who has trusted me fully to execute my job without micromanaging. Over the past 14 months, we have done incredible work together. I will miss working with you terribly. 
In closing, I'm incredibly grateful for the Chicopee Public Schools and the Chicopee community as a whole. Chicopee will always hold a very special place in my heart. Thank you. Next on the agenda is the public hearing for the budget fiscal year 2024. Good evening, everyone. So, um, just want to give an overview of the FY24 um, Chicopee Public Schools uh, budget. Is he up there? There he goes. Matt, I think I got it now. So just a little bit of background information um, for the FY24 budget, which was released on March 1st, the governor's budget. Um, Chickpea Public Schools was $122,693,363. Um, we had, that was a plus $9.7 million um, from the previous year. In FY24, our city contribution was increased by $1.7 million, and our Chapter 70 was increased by uh, $8 million. However, our low-income percentage moved from 71% to 73%, which kept us in 11% uh, decile. So that helped the increase of that actual plus $9 million we saw above and then our foundation budget um, per student e expenditure went up to seventeen thousand one hundred and twenty two dollars in the previous years our actual um, per student per student allotment or per student um, amount was FY23 was fifteen thousand six hundred and seventy five and FY22 was fourteen thousand two hundred and eighty and as I said before this year is seventeen thousand one hundred and twenty two per student this is our demographics, who we are as a district. Um, as you can see, um, uh, 3,631 males, 3,160 females, non-binary five, and the total we have at the time this report was run, we had 6,796 total enrollment in the district. And you can see the breakdown by uh, demographics by race, African-American, Asian, Hispanic, Native American, uh, white, Native uh, Hawaiian Pacific Islander, and multi-race non-Hispanic. So our, um, when you add our uh, students of color up, it's like 53% to 47% in the Chippewa Public Schools. Bless you. And you also more demographics. Our title is first language, not English, 13.5%. English language learner, 6.3%. When we ran this report, it was 69%, but as you saw on the first slide, we're now at 73%. This was run as October 1. Since October 1, we've increased to 73%. Students with disabilities, 18.9. High needs is 
So as we break going down by schools, you can see the new hires that we have for Barry School. You can see the change from FY23 to FY24 from 3.3 million, 3 .3 million or 3.4 to $3.6 million is a change of 6.2%. The new hires at Barry Elementary School is one music teacher and one SPED inclusion para. And in the site budget, you can see that um, from FY23 to 24, there's a decrease of 2.25%. It's also about when you see some of these decreases, it's about where the principals have uh, you know, discrepancy of where they want to put their money, either in the actual expense line, general expenses, or they want to put in instruction. And some of these lines you will see where we started, uh, the district paid for the makings of a steam lab, which was $20,000 to start up, and each and every year to maintain it goes to 15000 to 10000 and to 5000 So this is why you will see some of the decreases when it comes to the actual site budget. For Belcher, you can see the difference from FY23 from $1.9 million to 2.4 was increased to 28.49%. And you can see a decrease of from FY23 to 24 of six, a negative 6.2%. That goes again where he wants to put his money at. And then also this was another school we started the, we put the seed money in for its steam lab. So that was 20,000 we begin with and it dropped to 15,000 and then it'll go to uh, the 10,000 and the 5,000. Bow School, uh, FY23 to FY24, uh, 3.4 million to 3.6 million, increases 6.87%. And for Bow, you have three new hires, and Bow's three new hires are three new regular education pairs. And the same here, FY23 to FY24, there was a negative 6.8% uh, decrease. This is all about where he wanted to put his money at. You can see he moved it to general supplies with that increase of 133.94%. In Bowie Elementary School, there was a difference from FY23 to 24 of a 12.75 increase. And the three new hires at uh, Bear, at Bowie are you have two, one title, one reading teacher, one gym teacher, one preschool teacher, one regular education pair, and one title one pair. That accounts for the three new hires under teachers and, and the two new hires under the pairs for regular education. And it was an increase of 1.94% change from the site budget um, for Bowie Elementary School. Under Larimer Lavoie, there was an increase of 3.54% from FY23 to 24 budget. And the one new hire he has over there is, is one inst new instructional coach. And from the site budget from 23 to 24 was a 5.9% increase. You can see his increases were in the teacher professional development, as well as instructional equipment and also instructional materials. Litwin Elementary School. Um, FY23 to 24, there was a 3.8% uh, increase in the budget, um, but the staffing stayed the same. And it was a negative 2.89% decrease. As you can see, she moved her money up to into general supplies, was a 100% increase. And it was a negative 21.8. She was another one we started the STEAM lab at. And then we were just uh, changing the money from 20,000 to 15,000, and you eventually go down to uh, 10,000 and 5,000. Fairview Elementary School, FY23 to 24, 
um, 21.61% increase, and the new hires at Fairview Elementary School are one grade one teacher, one SPED teacher ASD, one SLPA, one nurse, three SPED pairs, five SPED pairs for the ASD program, and one special education pair for the 18 to 22 year old program. And it was uh, FY23 to 24, there was a negative 1.26 um, decrease. Stefanik Elementary School, FY23 to 24, there was a 20% uh, increase. Um, and the new hires at Stefanik Elementary School are one title, one reading teacher that we are putting back since um, it was taken out um, pre-COVID. And we also have one special ed teacher, moderate ASD, one special education teacher inclusion, and seven special education pairs for the ASD program. And then as you can see from the site budget, uh, it was an increase of 35.11%. And her increases went into instructional equipment and instructional materials. So Stryber Elementary School, FY23 to 24, it was a 3.94% uh, increase in the budget in the new hires for Stryber, one Title I reading teacher, one ELL teacher, one Title I pair, and one EL pair. Just as a side note, this is the first year going into FY24 that both Barry, uh, um, Stryber and Bowie will be Title I schools. So now all our elementary schools are Title I schools, and if, except Satella, if you would include Satella as being the elementary school. So we have nine Title I schools on the elementary level and two Title I schools on the secondary level, which are Bo um, DuPont and Bellamy Middle School. Stryber, there was a 0 .2%, a 0.20 increase in the site budget. Um, instructional materials were 100% as well as text and consumables were negative 100, as well as the building technology. This is another one where we provided the SEAM lab also, too. So tell the preschool. So the new hires from FY23 to 24 was a 28.39%. So for, for Satella, the new hires are one SLPA, one team chair, one preschool teacher, and one special education pair. And then the site budget uh, was a negative 4.43% decrease. Bellamy Middle School. So the secondary schools for FY23 to 24, it was 11.35% uh, increase in the new hires at Bear, uh, Bear, Bellamy a one curriculum and instructional coordinator, two safety or security personnel, one special education pair in the SED program, one EL teacher, and three pairs in the SED program. And then for the site budget, it was a negative 1.5% decrease. For DuPont Middle School, FY23 to 24, 4.94% increase. The new hires for DuPont, one curriculum and instruction specialist, two safety personnel, two si one science teacher, two math teachers, one special education inclusion teacher, and one special education pair intensive needs. And the site budget was an increase of 11.52% increase. Chicopee Academy, um, FY23 to 24 was 11% increase, and the new hires at Chicopee Academy are two safety or security personnel and one new elective teacher. 
which will be, I think, the cosmetology program we're starting over there. It'll go along with the building and grounds program that we have trying to get off the ground, too. So they'll have two hands-on electives. And the academy site budget was increased by 100.16. And that was probably for a lot of the supplies we're trying to buy for the cosmetology and the building and grounds program. Chickabee High School. Um, FY23 to 24 was 11.27% increase, and the new hires we're looking to hire at Chickabee High School are two safety and security personnel, one math teacher, one ELL instructional coach, one criminal justice teacher, one health teacher, one business teacher, one CTE college and career readiness counselor, one EL teacher, two SPED pairs, an SED program, and one special education pair. And the site budget um, increased by 3.17%. Chicopee Comprehensive High School, FY23 to 24, uh, was an increase of 8.73%. Uh, and the new hires at Chicopee Comp are two safety or security personnel, one intervention substance abuse teacher, one math instructional coach, one French teacher, one special education uh, teacher SED into SPED para SED program. And the site budget uh, was increased by 3.91%. You have the CTE salaries um, that from FY23 to 24 was a 14.84% increase. And the site budget for CTE was 11.89% increase. For the admin building from FY23, and this is not just at 134 Dulong, these are district-wide staff that actually provide services throughout all 15 schools in the district. So that increase was 22.67%. And the new hires at the admin, um, one clerk for transportation, 15 parent engagement liaisons for the schools, and two translators slash interpreters. And one of the interpreters we already hired earlier this year who's doing a, a good job to making sure that parents have more meaningful participation in their child's education for IEP meetings, 504 meetings, or just trying to navigate the enrollment process in general. And then the admin site budget was an increase of 0.12%. And then district-wide, FY23 and 24, we have an increase of 19.73%. And in new hires, we have one substance abuse uh, counselor, which will make us have two in the district, one behaviorist, six BCBAs to go along with the four other ones we have for a total in the district, uh, one one-to-one -one, uh, LPN, and a one craftsman, which is HVAC. Uh, and then the actual district-wide other expenses uh, was an increase of 11.57%. And this is a telecom or IT department. Um, FY23 to 24 was a 1.89% um, personnel-wise. And then um, for the site budget, it was a 9.5% increase. And this is just, a, as you got a memo earlier today, this breaks down that not all of our staff um, are regular monies. We have grant monies and revolving accounts. So you'll see a lot of people from Title I. You'll see a lot of people from um, some individuals from Title II, Title III, Title IV. Those are our ESSA grant, Every Student Succeeds Act grant, the consolidated grant. You'll see IDEA, which is a special ed grant. 
Then we have a comprehensive school uh, nurses health grant, United um, States Air Force um, grant, a health and wellness counselor, and we have revolving accounts. So we have 94 people that are paid out of grants in our revolving accounts out of all of our staff members too. So our total budget breakdown from 23 to 24, um, from the 106 to 119 was a 12.15% increase. And as you can see, a visual is actually pretty much the same. Expenses was in FY23, 2020.4. Expenses in FY24, 23.1%. Salaries in 23 was 76.6%. And salaries uh, for FY24 will be 76.9%. Do you all have any questions? Any questions? At, at this time, actually, it's prudent that we open it up to the public if anyone has any questions about the budget. No one had signed up, but I will allow you that opportunity. Anyone in the audience that would like to ask a question or comment about the budget? As a point of order, don't we have to make a motion to allow that, to suspend rules? Because under our rules, it's not, we can't just go back and allow. It's my understanding. So for, this is the it's our policy. Input. Okay. All right. This is our public hearing on the budget. Perfect. So we'll allow the public input on that public hearing. Seeing none, any questions from members or comments from the school committee members? Doug Gerard. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Morton, I was just wondering, out of the um, 150 positions that we have uh, opened, uh, how many of those positions are new positions? Ooh. John, do you have that right off the top of your... And when do we start posting? Uh, we have anticipated openings as we speak right now. Um, but if you look at one of the memos from the new hires, FY20 budget, we had 78 of them that are on the new piece of it, 78 a new hire as of time we did this actual memo to be provided to you all. Some of those are positions that we did not fill for this past year. And I don't know if the number is actually 150, but it's in that range of 130 to 140, but 78 are new hires and some of those are from FY23 that we did not get to fill for the school year. Okay, and, and uh, when do we anticipate posting these positions, or have we already started? They're starting to post now. We're doing droplets, and principals are already posting and offering jobs. We have more to go out to. Okay, so there's not 150 positions where teachers have left currently and we're stuck with... Some of these are new positions, but teachers have left. There have been some left positions. I don't have the exact number or how many of those are positions we're filling from people to left, but some of these positions are new positions like the security personnel, um, like the next substance abuse prevention specialist, like the parent liaisons, the family engagement coordinator, the translators are new positions. Um, but we do have some positions, we, people that did left, we have not filled. Thank you. Matt, you want to share something? Sure. I was just, just going to answer. We started uh, posting for anticipated openings back prior to April vacation because we wanted to get a jump on, knowing that we had 78 positions that we were looking to put into the budget. So we, we put those in anticipated. What you're also seeing, uh, if I can chime in, is what you're also seeing is with when new positions come up, uh, staff members will leave 
current positions in one building to go to another building for another position that they that they wish to take on. So you're starting to see some of that with that 152. That'll then create a backfill of that other position. So. Yep, I understand. Thank you. Thank you, Matt, for that clarity. Any other all set, Doug? Yes, thank you, Mayor. Sandra? So the 150 positions are not all teachers in the classroom? Then. No, correct. So number them new, like we're adding a nurse, uh, extra nurse at Fairview because the population and the needs have grown at Fairview. So they'll now have two nurses at Fairview. We needed a one-to-one -one, um, for a student that it was, you know, medically needed a one-to-one. -one. Um, so and as Mr. Francis just alluded to, when we create some new positions, we've had a couple of VTs move to another position, so we have to backfill some VPs. So different positions are arising that we have to backfill for people that are already currently in the district. So could we be given a breakdown of the positions? How many are teaching positions? How many are security? How many are interpreters? Yeah, we can provide that. And I think Ms. Green had provided some of that in her last presentation that we had at last school committee. But we can resend that document out to all school committee. And then the additional slides that you had on the today. Those were very good. Can we have a copy of those as well? Yes. I thought the, the presentation was in the, the packet, your school committee packet. packet. I don't. I might it was, on your, it I was might on your desk. But the background information and the breakdown, the pie charts, I don't think they were there. I, I thought, yeah, they're all, in, they're all included okay. in that uh, I I the, the PowerPoint, them. yes. Okay. I might have missed them. Sandra, are you all set? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Any other questions or comments about the budget and the budget hearing? Yes, Susan. We're fully funding the REACH program across our city and all our schools. I, I saw it. I, I didn't see it listed at Bellamy's, uh, Chicopee High, and Chicopee Comp, but it could be an oversight on my part. I saw it budgeted into all, just about all the other schools. It's all, all there, nothing's been taken away. I'm sorry? It, it is all there, nothing has been taken away. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Any other questions about the fiscal year 24 budget hearing? Comments from the school committee members? Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. It's uh, not questions, but just for the, the public's benefit. Um, at the last uh, city council meeting, uh, there was a, a motion to transfer some of our prior year funds, as they're called. Uh, they're technically unencumbered, unspent school funds into a, a special stabilization account for school purposes that the council will need to approve of transfers from. Um, that money is, as was pointed out at our last budget thing, something that the school committee um, should never have had, but due to changes in how the budgets are filed with the state, something that, as it was explained to me, a couple of you know, many school districts across the Commonwealth could have sitting that people just don't know about due to how people looking at the accounts differently. Um, but see, so yeah, just some background that uh, all that money is still going to be there for us to use instead of rolling over into the general fund and then into free cash to be certified for the, uh, the next fiscal year. So I want to thank the, uh, the mayor, the auditor, the council for getting the work on that and putting that into that fund for us to be able to use. Thank you. Just a point of information, Tim, that was the most prudent thing to do because the money will be available on July 1st. So thank you for pointing that out. It's a good point. <clears throat> Any other questions or comments? Yes, Susan, Vice Chair. 
Uh, Superintendent Morton, are you concerned about the 94 positions that we're using grants to pay for? No, because um, those are the grants we get on a regular basis. This is not like um, ESSER money or anything like a one-time grant. Those are our um, consolidated federal entitlement grants that we get every year. Okay. So those are stability grants. Those are grants we're entitlement grants we get each and every year. Good to hear. Until we don't. Until we don't. Any other questions about the fiscal year 24 budget for the school district? Thank you. Thank you, Alvin, for that presentation. Oh, thank you. We'll move on to approval of minutes, 23-6-9. Move that the minutes of the regular meeting of the school committee held on June 7, 2023 be approved. Vice Chair, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. Any discussion on the minutes? Comments? All in favor of approval of the minutes? Anyone opposed? <coughs> Unanimous motion carries. Reports 23-6-10. Report on personnel action taken. I do have two retirements. Um, Ms. Joy Burke, Vice Principal, 35 years in Chicago Public Schools. Ms. Burke is nothing short of a legend at Lambert Lavoie Elementary School. Three decades of leadership later, Ms. Burke, Mrs. Burke leaves behind a legacy of positively impacting both students and staff. Throughout Chicago Public Schools, everyone knows uh, Joy is a positive, funny, knowledgeable, and supportive person. Mrs. Burke is a product of Chicopee High School and is a model example of someone who has given back to her community over and over and again. A woman of integrity, Mrs. Burke is an individual who does the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. We have witnessed her around out uh, charitable drives to the nearest hundred without acknowledgement, praise, nor acclaim. The Lambert Lavoie Lions are going to miss Mrs. Burke walking the halls of Lambert Lavoie, but we are also excited to see her enjoy her next journey in life. Also, I have Miss Maureen Levine, grade four, Barry Elementary teacher, 30 years. Miss Levine has made a lasting impression on her students and staff members alike. She has been an exceptional educator, especially in the area of math. She was always ready to lend a helping hand and has been a wonderful teammate regardless of the grade level she has been a part of. Barry Elementary School will miss her deeply, but wish her the best on this next chapter of her life. During her retirement, Mrs. Levine looks forward to traveling and spending more time with her friends and family. Congratulations, Mrs. Levine, you will be missed. I want to thank both of these educators for their service to the students and families at the Chicopee Public Schools, so thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion? Sandra? Uh, we, also we also have um, several uh, employees of the school system going to different conferences. Uh, we have four nurses going to a program this summer, Katrina Hamlin, uh, Kimberly Manadakis, uh, Michelle Theverge. They're going to a pediatric health assessment in Norwood during the summer. And then uh, Kimberly Wolf is going to another program, building bridges across the globe in Boston. And we have a teacher from Chicopee Comp, Prehensive High School going to a program in November uh, in Chicago, and Deborah Green, the health director, I'm sorry, the human resource director, going to a labor law and law arbitration program conference in Boston. 
I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion? Mayor. New business, 23- Oh, I'm sorry, Doug. I didn't see your hand there. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. I just wanted to make a comment um, on uh, Ms. Joy Burke and, and Maureen Levine. I personally have known them for uh, many, many years, and uh, they're just uh, both quality uh, people, and uh, thank you for your years of service to the Chickabee Public Schools, and uh, you will be missed. Thank you. Any other discussion or comments? We'll move on to new business 23-6-11. Move that the bills warrant S060923, tolling $404,884.24 be approved. Don, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. On that, any discussion on the warrant? Sam, could you please read the warrants into the official record? Yes. Um, I will read the total of both warrants and we will act upon these individually. For athletics, $52,379. Food services, $145,656. General expenses, $185,885. Grants, $508,080. Maintenance, $103,884. Special Education, $171,226. Student Activities, $30,868. Transportation, $17,136. Telecommunications, $3,952. Sales Tax, $844, for a total of $1,219,911. Thank you. Again, any discussion? We'll take a roll call on the first warrant. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 12 yes. Motion carries 23-6-12. Move at the bills warn S061623, totaling $814,926.86 be approved. Grace, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. Any discussion on the second warrant? Sarah, we'll take a roll call. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 12 yes. Motion carries 23-6-13. Budget FY24. A first line item move that the DuPont operations line item in the budget in the amount of $190,056 be approved. And B move that the Chicopee Comprehensive High School supervisory line item of the budget in the amount of $677,335 be approved. And C move that fiscal year 2024 budget totaling $119,013,328 be approved.
Just for clarity, uh, the budget agenda for fiscal year 24 is written as A, B, and C. We can take them individually or we can vote on them uh, as a, in totality. It's the will of this committee. Don. I cannot vote on line B because it's Chickabee Comp supervisory line item. So if you took them separately, I would abstain from that item. Okay, so we'll take a vote on 23-6-13. We'll start with A, fiscal year budget 2024. Can I ask why are we taking them separately? There's some conflicts of interest Got between it. certain members of the school committee for clarity for the viewing audience, and they want to be able to vote for their proportion, for portions of the budget that they don't have conflicts with. Clarity, is that clear enough? So we'll start with A. Okay. So again, the budget has been broken up into A, B, and C. We'll start with A, which was moved at the DuPont operations line item for the budget and the amount of $190,056 be approved. Any discussion on A? Another person has to leave the room. So again, uh, the motion is for, we're going to start, can I get a motion to approve for A, which is moved that the DuPont operations light item of the budget and the amount of $190,056 be approved. Motion. Grace? Motion to approve. Motion to approve. Any discussion on budget fiscal year 2024 A? Yes. Just question. The, well, just a a question or a statement just for the viewing public. Do we want to say why people were removed from the room? I, I, I believe I did. It's my, again, I can't speak for them, but it's my understanding there's a conflict of interest. Okay, thank you. Any other discussion? So again, A, we'll take a roll call. This is a budget, we'll take a roll call. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard is out of chair. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner, um, also out of chair. Um, Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 10 yes, two out of chair. Motion carries. Twenty-six three thirteen budget fiscal year twenty-four B. 20, B. 
moved at the Chickabee Comprehensive High School Supervisory Line of the budget in the amount of $677,335 be approved. Sam, can I get a motion? It's motion to approve. Any discussion on the motion? We'll take a roll call, please. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Is out of chair. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perret? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Out of chair. Ten yes, two out of chair. Motion carries. 23-6-13, budget fiscal year 2024-C. Move that the fiscal year 2024 budget totaling $119,013,328 be approved. Check, can I get a motion? Check, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. Any discussion? Seeing none, we'll take a roll call. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Out of chair. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 11 yes, one out of chair. Motion carries. 23-6-14. Move the agreement between the Chicky Public Schools and the pre-law offices PC be approved. Doug, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. Any discussion? Yes, Vice Chair. So we're going to hire this individual to help with Legal, legal res, representation. He's going to be helping with um, labor relations, collective okay. bargaining. Thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion? No. Mayor, again, please. Is he taking someone's place? No. Are we adding been, him? He's to been in a district this year. We okay. had uh, Attorney uh, Quinn that's finishing up cases, but uh, Russ Dupree's been on for this previous school year. So we should extend in that contract we currently have with him. Great, thank you for that clarification. Thank you, any other comments? Since it is a contractual order, I'll ask for a roll call. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 12 yes. Motion carries 23-6-15. Move that the school committee reopen the collective bargaining agreement with the Chicopee Education Association Unit D for the sole purpose of discussing wages. Sandra, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. 
I have a motion to approve. Any discussion on 23-6-15? Yes, Vice Chair. I respectfully ask my fellow board members to postpone taking any steps until our new superintendent joins us, which will be in a couple weeks, and he'll be at our July meeting, but if we could postpone it to our August meeting, it will give him an opportunity, our new leader, to make sure that everything's gonna go well with this, um, this situation, please. So we have a motion to postpone to the August meeting. That's the motion that's up front for vote first. So the motion is to postpone, postpone any discussion. We'll take a roll call on the postponing. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Out of chair. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? No. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? No. Mrs. Schofield? No. Mr. Shumsky? Out of chair, sorry. Mr. Lamoth? No. Six yes, four no, two out of chair. Motion carries. 23-6-16. Move it to school committee, <clears throat> reopen the collective bargaining agreements with the Chicopee Education Association, Unit A, Unit B, and Unit E, and United Food and Commercial Workers Union Local 1459, custodial unit, school nurses, technical unit, school cafeteria workers for the sole purpose of discussing wages. Jay, can I get a motion? I'd like to make a motion to postpone this one as well to the August meeting. So we have a motion to postpone to the August meeting. Any discussion? Seeing none, we'll take a roll call. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? No. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Out of chair, I'm sorry. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? No. Mrs. Schofield? No. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? No. Seven yes, four no, one out of chair. Motion passes. 23-6-17. Move the job description for attendance assistant be approved. Ron, can I get a motion? Make a motion to approve, please. Motion is to approve. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Aye. Anyone opposed? It's unanimous motion carries. 23-6-18.
Uh, open meeting law complaints. Yes, uh, we have two open meeting law complaints that we have to respond to, and as chair, I must disseminate those complaints to the members of the public body. You've all received the complaints. Uh, the public body must then review those complaints within 14 days. Uh, I am going to, for transparency, read the complaint. The first one that I have is from Tim Wagner, the, and the complaint was filed the date of the alleged violation is May 22nd of 2023. On that date listed, uh, Vice Chair Susan Lopes sent an email to the entire school committee pertaining to the timeline for hiring a new assistant superintendent of curriculum. As the open meeting law states, we are not to deliberate on school committee matters amongst the quorum of members. Uh, action requested is I wish to compel the vice chair to attend open meeting law training provided by the AG's office and provide proof to the committee. The second complaint that we have, and uh, first I'll take, uh, we can take them individually, but the next step would be to delegate this to our, our legal counsel for a response. So I'll take uh, any discussion first on the first complaint. So the, can I entertain, someone entertain a motion to uh, again, for clarity, delegate this for a response from legal counsel. Make Not a motion, Mayor, to delegate this to our legal counsel. On the motion, Tim, do you have any comments? Yeah. Um, I've neglected to file complaints in the past because this is not the first time it's happened. Um, it happened once in an executive session back when we started negotiations with the new superintendent, back when an off-topic thing was discussed. I neglected to file a complaint then. I neglected to file a complaint when an email, uh, frankly, slamming Alvin for something, was sent to the whole school committee pertaining to that same executive session topic was filed. Uh, I'm doing it now because I made a promise to my constituents that whenever this stuff happened, I'd hold people to account. Uh, frankly, it's got to stop happening. I mean, I've, I've talked with the attorney and she spends a good deal of her time now dealing with these open meeting law complaints because people, you know, don't know how to deal with this stuff. So I want, I want some training is all. Thank you. Any other discussion? So the motion is to, again, delegate a, re, a response from legal counsel. All in favor? Aye. Anyone opposed? Motion carries. The second open meeting law complaint was from Sandra Ann Perrette. And the specific person, if any, of alleged uh, committing of the violation is Mayor John View, chairperson of the Chicopee School Committee. The date of the allegation is 5-17-2023. And I will read the complaint for transparency on the 17th of May, 2023. The regular meeting of the school committee, Chicopee, adjourned into executive session. Mayor John View was present via Zoom call at approximately 2054. It appeared that Mayor John View had someone present with him while he was in executive session via Zoom call. The question was presented as to whether there was someone in attendance with the mayor because he had turned away from the Zoom screen and appeared to be in conversation with an individual. The individual was not in view of the Zoom camera. Mayor View acknowledged 
that there was someone present in the room who identified as his girlfriend. The mayor stated that she was not interested in the discussion. The mayor asked if she would the mayor asked if she should leave the room. The response was yes. After the question was raised, if the mayor had someone present with him during executive session, and he confirmed that he did, the attorney for the school committee, Ms. Rebecca Bouchard, gave a paper to the vice chair, Ms. Susan Lopes, to read. What action do you want the public body to take in response? Mayor John V. requires formal education and training with regards to the procedure for executive session. So can I get a motion? Oh, first, any discussion before we delegate this for response from legal counsel? Don. I'll make the motion that we have our lawyer handle the complaint. So the motion is to have the lawyer handle the complaint. Any other comments? Just. Um, Sandra. I noticed um, Mr. Wagner on his uh, open meeting law complaint requested uh, a copy of the formal education that would be provided to the previous individual and perhaps we can do that as well for you, Mr. Mayor. You were with me in the training, Sandra. Remember? I, I don't recall. Oh, I'm sorry, the Massachusetts Association of School Committees. You weren't at the open meeting law training? And I did it online. Oh, I apologize, I thought you were there. Okay. Sure. Uh, you'll get a response from legal counsel. Thank you. Oh, the motion is to delegate a response from legal counsel. All in favor? Anyone opposed? Motion carries. Executive session. Move that the school committee adjourn into executive session to approve executive session minutes to conduct strategy sessions in preparation for negotiations with non-union personnel and to discuss strategy with respect to collective bargaining and not to reconvene in open session. The chair declares that an executive session is necessary to protect the bargaining position of the committee. So can I get a motion to? Huh? On the motion that you just read? Do we have a need to go into executive session saying that we pushed it off to August? We have minutes only. Right. We do have okay. business and it is minutes. So so we have a motion to head into executive session. Any discussion? I want to thank the viewing audience for joining us. We Yep, we won't be returning to regular order of business after the executive session. Can I have a roll call to send us into executive session, please? I'm sorry, I can't hear you, but we'll take a roll call to go into executive session. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Barcelo? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrett? Yes, but Mrs. can I make a statement that there should be not, no discussion with the gallery? There was no discussion. I didn't hear anything he said. I didn't have a discussion. But it was Sorry, I didn't hear anything asked. he said, but I, I okay. ignored it. We'll move forward. Mrs. Did Brett? you say yes? Yes, I did. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. 12 yes.
Motion carries. We're in executive session. Thank you for joining us.